and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you back here with me. I hope you've enjoyed a week of dining beautifully since our last episode and that you've been honoring mealtimes with a set table, good conversation, and delicious food. This is our eighth episode together, and I would love to hear any topic suggestions you would like to learn about. Please message me on Instagram at untraditionallytraditionalpod and let me know if there are any topics you want me to share on. If it's a topic I have a system or solution for, I will happily share. This week, I want to talk about a lost art, and that is the art of sending a thank you card, not a thank you email, not a thank you text, but a pen to paper thank you note, delivered via snail mail with a stamp to the recipient. I don't know how y'all feel about thank you cards, but I love them. I love writing them. I'm giddy when I receive them. There's something about checking the mail and seeing a pretty handwritten envelope in the stack wedged between junk flyers and bills that never ceases to brighten my day. I am a millennial, and speaking as part of this generation, I think we are to blame for dropping the ball on thank you cards. Part of it is that we're not always taught the correct etiquette for thank you cards, and there is an etiquette code to follow. The other part is that we're early adopters of instant gratification. Send an email and it's delivered in 1.5 seconds to the recipient. Send a text and expect an instant reply. Snail mail, not really in alignment with this instant world we were raised in, but for me, I find it abundantly more special. There is a romantic aspect to taking the time to handwrite a thank you note and it really shows the recipient that you care much more than an email or text. So the etiquette code, let's break it down. I'm going to be referencing an article from Papier that shows the expected timeline for various types of thank you cards, which I'll link in the show notes, but let's cover some common ones. When you received a gift, you should send a thank you note to the gift giver within one to two weeks of receiving it. For me, this is an absolute must. During the holidays, when we receive multiple gifts, such as birthdays or Christmas, I keep a running list of all the thank you notes I want to send, highlighting the gift and who it was given by. When writing your note, it's always nice to talk about how you use the gift. If the gift was cash, discuss what you plan to put the money towards. When you stay at someone's home, you should send a thank you note within one week of your departure. It's a kind gesture to thank your hosts for their hospitality. Having house guests can be intimidating, and it's nice to hear that your guests had a nice time and felt cared for in your home. When someone has been there for you, while our friends and family members who come through in a time of need don't do it for the thank you, it is a necessary gesture to thank them for their efforts. In today's world, we can often push our feelings to the side and assume they're known. I'm trying to break this habit. I want the people in my life to know that I love them and appreciate them, and I'm not afraid to in the words of Elton John, put down in words to let them know. If someone has been there for you in a difficult time, maybe through a bout of the flu or a breakup, send them a thank you note within a week of their support. For random acts of kindness, such as an unexpected meal or those just-because acts of kindness, one to two days is an appropriate timeline for your thank you card. 
Weddings. Thankfully, newlyweds get a little bit longer grace period when it comes to writing their thank you notes. However, speaking from experience, you should stay on top of these thank you cards. Your hand muscles will thank you if you don't leave it until the last minute. One to three months is the appropriate timeline. Papier recommends sending a thank you card to everyone who attended the wedding, and I think this is a really nice gesture if you have the funds. They also recommend sending a thank you note to the bride and groom for including you in their special day, as well as their parents if you know they helped financially. This was one that I had not heard of before, but I think it's a sweet idea. Papier recommends sending a thank you card for attending someone else's wedding within one month of their special day. Lastly, job interviews. Set yourself apart and write a thank you note to each individual that was part of your interview. Have them ready because the timeline on this one is tight. It is recommended to send a thank you card to your interviewers within 24 hours of your interview. This leads me to being prepared. I like to be stocked with all my thank you card supplies at all times, so I'm ready to send off my notes and cross it off my to-do list without having to go out to get cards or go to the post office to get stamps. I'm also a big believer that having stationary stamps and pens on hand that spark excitement and make you smile really helps you to get down to business and write your thank you notes. I am constantly picking up packs of blank cards and thank you cards when I see cute ones. I really like to have a variety on hand to match the occasion for what I'm in sending. Home Goods has great options at affordable prices. Also, I have a pack of fine tip markers in 24 colors that I use for writing these thank you notes and also for journaling. Find a pen or marker that feels good in your hand that you can write well with. Not every pen type works for every person. Personally, I don't use gel because I often end up smudging the ink before it dries. My husband doesn't use my marker pens because at the angle which he holds his pen, it doesn't work well with the felt tip. Figure out what works for you and stick with that in a multitude of fun colors. Get some fun stamps. My grandmother, Granny, as my family and many friends fondly refer to her, collects stamps. She has for years and years, and because this is a love that she has, I've always paid attention to stamps. I personally don't collect them, but I almost never find myself buying the standard flag stamp. Go to your post office and see what options they have. There's some really fun ones, and they change with the season. A lot of the limited edition stamps support a cause also. If you're going to buy them anyway, you might as well get one that brings a smile to your face and the recipients and supports a good cause. Just like your stationery and pens, have a variety of stamps and keep them on hand. You will thank yourself when you don't have to go to the post office to get stamps because you ran out and don't have extras on hand. Thank you cards can be an excuse to get crafty. My Aunt Monica used to make her own cards when I was younger and they were absolutely beautiful. She had 3D elements and really went above and beyond, but there are other ways that are simple and beautiful. Two of my favorite are painted cards and photo cards. Probably because watercolor and photography are two of my side hobbies that I like to dabble in. You can purchase watercolor paper blank cards with matching envelopes and photo cards that you can affix a photo to easily. This is such a cool way to share your art with loved ones and give them a truly one-of-a-kind thank you. My last piece of advice is to keep a thank you note log. This can be in a notebook, your to-do list app, or an Excel sheet, but I have found keeping a log to be extremely helpful, especially if you're a newlywed. I still, to this day, six years into our marriage, reference the thank you card log for our wedding at least monthly. 
and want to remember who gave us what, and after the wedding, your brain is in another world. Being able to look back and reference this list is really helpful. I also tend to forget sometimes whether I sent off a thank you card or not. It's nice to be able to reference a list and see that, yes, I did send a thank you to so-and-so for having us stay at their house when those panic moments arise. No matter how you do it, the important thing is that you do it. Saying thank you is timeless, never goes out of style. What has gotten slack is our taking the time to write a thank you card and pop it in the mail. Don't let this gesture die. Writing a thank you card helps us to practice gratitude for the special people in our lives and makes them feel good about their efforts too. Why wouldn't we want to keep this up? Until next week, thank you for joining me. I wish I had all of your addresses to send you thank you cards for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.